Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. there my very good friends Andy here and a lot of good stuff has happened in WWE in 2022 the bloodline Bianca Belair Cody Rhodes Triple H WrestleMania was pretty great Steve Austin all of that good stuff happening all over the place particularly in the past I don't know four or five months or so after a certain executive shake-up but 2022 has been a completely insane year and that is mostly because of the bad stuff unfortunately so today we're going to take a look at that I'm Andy for What Culture Wrestling, and here are 10 things that WWE wants you to forget about 2022. Number 10, Drew McIntyre, karaoke star. Now, reporting on this has been all over the place. Some outlets have reported that Drew McIntyre singing songs with Tyson Fury in the Clash at the Castle wasn't supposed to make air, which would explain why it felt so weird when you were watching it in the arena or indeed on the network. Some outlets, however, have said that no, that that was supposed to air, which is completely mental. I mean, if it was supposed to air, Drew McIntyre, he just lost to Roman Reigns in his own backyard, as WWE would have you believe. Ugh. Wouldn't he just be a little bit pissed off? He's just failed to end the greatest title reign of the modern era. Deep road this almighty heel. He's in the UK. He's Scottish. It's all great. Wouldn't you just be a little bit upset about that? Would you rather, you know, take out some stress or get on the microphone and sing Sweet Caroline with Tyson Fury. Weird. Get it in the bin. Number nine, the Royal Rumble disaster. I mean, where'd you begin with this year's Royal Rumble? Perhaps you begin with the men's and women's matches themselves, which were kind of uneventful and devoid of the big highlights we usually get every single year. Maybe you begin with the entrance music, which was just a damning highlight, song after song after song of completely forgettable stuff that really highlights the fall WWE music has taken, really, since Jim Johnson left. Maybe it's Brock Lesnar winning the Men's Royal Rumble after a tainted loss to Bobby Lashley that somehow made Bobby look like a complete geek. Or maybe it's Shane McMahon going toe-to-toe with trained MMA fighter Matt Riddle. Maybe it's Shane McMahon apparently trying to book himself as the hardest man in the universe and all of his ideas getting shut down. Maybe it's Randy Orton laughing at Shane McMahon for reportedly missing his cue on his entrance. Or maybe you start with... No, maybe you just start and end with Shane McMahon, actually. I think that's quite appropriate for this event. 
Number eight, the new wrestling narrative. We're definitely putting wrestling in quotation marks there because yes, WWE programming has been a lot more enjoyable over the past few months since Triple H took over from Vince McMahon as WWE's head of creative. But the way some people discuss this new product, you'd think that Triple H was suddenly Bill Watts and that this TV product was peak mid-south. The wrestling here is definitely in quotation marks because yes, WWE programming is a lot more enjoyable since Triple H took the pen and became WWE's creative lead. Raw and SmackDown are, look, I used to sit here every day. I have to pick these things apart for a living, dreading sitting through three hours every Monday. It's no longer the case. These are fun, logical shows, but the more hysterical people talking about these products would have you believe that suddenly this product is being penned by Bill Watts and we're in mid-south in the mid-80s. Things have changed and definitely for the better, but this isn't wrestling with a capital R and no G. Yeah, Akira Tozawa is no longer a ninja, but he's still a goof that runs around and steals people's hats. There are no 24-7 title shenanigans anymore, but there are 7 million wrestlers deciding their GMs on every single show and booking their own matches to no end, impromptu stuff all over the boat. The daft finishes are largely still there as well. And what on earth is going on with Johnny Gargano exactly? This is not a pure, pure wrestling product. It's more of a wrestling product than it was when Vince McMahon was in charge, but it is still sports entertainment just a little bit more of a palatable, less antagonistic version of it. It is better, like I said, but let's not try and get ahead of ourselves here. Let's not exaggerate things. We're not quite at that peak level yet. Number seven, cheat code match lengths. Now, please don't take this one the wrong way. I agree, like short, pithy matches where nothing really gets accomplished, the kind that Vince McMahon would book quite often where talented men and women were just not given the opportunity to show what they can do, no good whatsoever. But um, these days, you watch the average episode of Raw or SmackDown play out and yeah, sometimes you, you, know, you, you think maybe we could trim this down just a little bit. Maybe we swung too far in the opposite direction. Do Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre need 18 minutes to tell the kind of story that they want to tell? I think the crowd reactions to this match and countless other ones every single week tell the whole story really um it reeks and it's kind of wild because there's so many moving parts in wwe but it feels very much like a lot of these longer matches on television are just there to fill colossal runtime some of them are great some of them are great aj versus Sami Zayn, love it or ricochet versus santos escobar there are plenty of good examples sometimes a mid-card match just needs 10 not 20 though and that's a formatting issue that maybe Triple H can brush up on in 2023. Number six, the tapping up allegations. So it was pretty much as soon as Triple H returned to power in WWE that we got all kinds of reports suggesting that WWE officials had been reaching out to contracted AEW stars saying, hey, you should return even though those stars were under contract. And you know, names like Andrade El Idolo, Malachi Black, they were speculated, their names entered the conversation, whether right or wrong, they were pinpointed as people that Triple H might want back in WWE. Now it was revealed in a report by Fightful Select that AEW's chief of legal, Mega Parekh, actually ended up writing to WWE's co-CEOs, Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan saying, hey, you probably shouldn't be trying to reach out to our contracted talent. So the scenario is either one of two things here. 
A, either Triple H, Stephanie and Nick Khan don't understand what a contract is, or two, B, not two, they were trying to cause unrest in the AEW locker room. I'll let you decide. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Number five. There are more returns than pops. I think it's a great thing that so many of the people who were needlessly cast away when the previous regime was in charge of WWE, all those releases throughout the past couple of years that... A bunch of them have been brought back. I think that's awesome. Dakota Kai never should have been let go. And the list goes on. Tegan Knox, Anderson Gallows, Uncle Howdy, of course. All these people. Why? Why did you let them go in the first place? But the thing with these recent returns is that we have reached a case of diminishing returns. Tegan Knox is a fantastic pro wrestler who has had such a rough few years that she deserves a great ray of light. But when she recently returned on SmackDown, it didn't exactly play out to the best possible crowd reaction. This is a flaw of the booking. It's not a flaw of the performers. Maybe it's time, I don't know, here's the thing, to come up with some more creative ways for these people to come back in other than their music hits, they run to the ring and they kind of get hung out to dry because they aren't quite as over yet as the bosses think they are and then they get forgotten about and then they get booked in losing roles and very quickly they're just gathering dust on the shelf. Look, all I'm saying is that if you're going to sit here and you're going to give grief to Tony Khan for signing loads of wrestlers over in AEW and maybe not making the best use of them beyond their immediate debut, you have to apply the same standards here. In fact, if you sat there and totted it up, I'd hazard that Triple H has probably been more prolific in this regard in bringing people in 
than the AEW chief has in this past few months. Not to start another culture war, it's the last thing we need, but you gotta be fair. Number 4. Triple H inherited his best storyline. This one is really simple. The Bloodline stuff's great. It's awesome. It's been fantastic so far, thanks to the involvement of all kinds of new players like Solo Sokoa, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and everyone tangentially involved with all of this. You can book it through WrestleMania or longer if you want, and it'll still be great. But it wasn't Triple H's idea, was it? It started, well, Sami's involvement in the stable started under Vince McMahon's watch. It's the best thing on wrestling TV at the moment, in my very opinion, but you have to attribute it to the former guy. Now, Triple H being in charge now means it's going to progress more enjoyably, most likely, and it's almost certainly going to end on a better note. But, I mean, this, this is Vince stuff that we're still going through here, and more on him later. It's great, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't belong to Triple H. Number 3. Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle go 50-50 On paper, this should be one of the best in-ring pairings that WWE could conceivably put together. They're both awesome, they're both very consistent, they have great matches all the damn time. And yet, when they put them together, didn't pan out the way it should have. Now, Clash at the Castle was decent, contrived-ish finish aside. And then we get rolling again, we get into the Daniel Cormier, John Jones-style sit-down segment. It gets bitter, it gets personal, Matt Riddle gets super fired up. It's like, okay, we're getting rid of goofy Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle is a killer again. He is going to destroy this goof and his stupid jacket and his, nah, and his shades. It was tremendous. I was absolutely hooked. And then in the very next segment, Matt Riddle is a comedy joker again and playing things for laugh. And then you have one of the most mid, no, the most mid fight pit of all time. And yeah, it finished on a 50-50 note. A rank disappointment of a feud from my perspective. The matches were good, but they should have been bloody great. And this has to go down as the biggest, flop's a harsh word. Yeah, screw it. Biggest flop of Triple H's career as the WWE Booker thus far. It was a real disappointment. Maybe it'd be better if they do it again. I don't know, but the output wasn't great. Number two, the failure of damage control. This one pains me quite a lot, actually. I would consider this a big letdown across the board because you had the SummerSlam angle, it was awesome. Bailey's back, oh my goodness, she's brought Io Shirai, but she's now Io Sky, and Dakota Kai's been re-signed, and they're here, and they're gonna kick everyone's ass. What a heel stable this is. What a great group of people to throw together. But the thing with building a dominant heel stable is that you actually have to make them look kind of dominant at one point and that hasn't really happened with damage control who more often than not come off as losers and again it's not their fault they are tremendously talented but their booking has been a major major letdown bailey in the leadership role she puts people over it's good it's whatever she's great at her job but you need to establish these people as big deals before you can actually use them in that losing role, particularly if they're playing heels. And WWE have never really done that. In fact, on their way to becoming the women's tag team champions, Kai and Sky 50-50 themselves. So damage control from start to finish. We've now reached a point, unfortunately, where the best thing to do might be just to split them up. Triple H can salvage this. I will give them all the credit in the world for doing so. And I still really like all of these people and think they've had some great matches so far since coming back. But as far as their group presentation goes, no, it's been a letter. And at number one, Vince McMahon resigned in disgrace. WWE and Vince McMahon would have you believe that at 77 years old, it was time for Vince McMahon to retire. 
But Vince McMahon didn't retire. He wasn't even 77 years old, actually, at the time he posted that tweet. Vince McMahon didn't retire because Vince McMahon resigned in disgrace. Thanks to the Wall Street Journal's investigative reporting, we know that throughout his tenure, while he was sitting in that indomitable position of power, Vince McMahon paid out tens of millions of dollars to suppress allegations of sexual misconduct made against him by women who were under his employment. Per one of these reports, and I quote, the previously unreported settlements include a $7.5 million pact with a former wrestler who alleged that Mr. McMahon coerced her into giving him oral sex, and then demoted her and ultimately declined to renew her contract in 2005 after she resisted further sexual encounters, according to people familiar with the matter, as penned by the Wall Street Journal in one of their reports. So what we can't do with all of this is that we cannot allow Stephanie McMahon to stand in the middle of the ring and conduct a thank you Vince chant. We cannot allow the false narrative that Vince McMahon just decided to retire because oh, I'm getting old pal. It's complete nonsense. We cannot allow that to continue. And similarly, we cannot allow names like Rita Chatterton to fade into the background. And we cannot forget that Vince McMahon did in fact resign in disgrace. That's what history should remember this man's legacy as. I don't think it matters that he, you enjoyed his product years and years ago. It shouldn't matter that he was successful in his field. This argument that I oh, got a hand, complete nonsense. You don't have to hand this man anything. Again, he paid out tens of millions of dollars to suppress some very serious allegations. And this story, if nothing else, is your main takeaway, or it should be your main takeaway for pro wrestling in 2022. This, make no mistake, is the biggest wrestling story of any of our lifetimes, and bad faith actors are gonna try and rewrite history with it. Don't let them. Remember, in 2022, Vince McMahon resigned in disgrace. Thank you, and I'll see you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.